Good morning. It's good to be with you today as we uh, continue in our uh, time together in uh, James. It's uh, great to be uh, unpacking uh, James chapter 5, verses 7 through 12, uh, our next to last section in James. So it's good to, good to be with you now as we, as, we, as we explore this section together. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I'd love any feedback. I've got some good feedback on uh, both kind of the new format, uh, kind of sitting here. I hope, I hope the new mic I have is everything is a little bit more clear audio-wise. I noticed the audio was not great, so I tried to get something to improve that. And um, I hope this is, uh, I hope you enjoying the format. I'm enjoying doing this. So, um, and then we're going to move into something new in the coming days. I've gotten some interesting text messages and comments about things that we could study next. So we'll, um, we'll see where we wind up, but um, I hope you have enjoyed uh, James. So today we're going to be, like I said, chapter five, verses seven through 12, James five, seven through 12. James writes these words, be patient, therefore, beloved. Till the coming of the Lord. The farmer waits for the precious crop from the earth, being patient with it until it receives the early and late rains. You also must be patient. Strengthen your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is near. Beloved, do not grumble against one another, that you may not be judged. See, the judge is standing at the doors. As an example of suffering and patience, beloved, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Indeed, we call blessed those who showed endurance. You have heard of the endurance of Job. You have seen the purpose of the Lord, how the Lord is compassionate and merciful. Above all, my beloved, do not swear, either by heaven or by earth, or by any other oath, but let your yes be yes and your no be no, that you may not fall under condemnation. So we see in this passage here a, a, a word from uh, James about um, being patient, being patient as well with suffering. Uh, remember yesterday we talked about how those who have much uh, are called to do right by those who work for them uh, and called to, to, to reward and not reward, but to pay them what they earn. And that as Christians, we're called to do right in our business dealings with others. And then, of course, we, we know that God will bring judgment and God will do right by us as well. So we see that call last week, last yesterday, rather. But the next section says, hey, but be patient when you suffer. Because, yes, there is a command um, as Christians for us to do right by each other and do the right thing for each other, uh, to take care of things the right way. There is no assurance that that will always happen. In fact, honestly, y'all are going to be honest. Sometimes it's quite the opposite. Our assurance may be that sometimes things are going to go wrong. C.S. Lewis has this quote. Uh, he says, basically paraphrasing here, we will suffer. Is it not promised? We are told, blessed are those who do suffer. So today we see this. We see this almost as a promise that we will suffer and have difficult times because it says here, hey, be patient when you suffer. Be patient to the coming of the Lord. Be patient, strengthen your hearts. Do not grumble against one another. Do not judge one another, uh, but take the example of suffering and patience from the prophets who spoke the name of the Lord. Indeed, we call those blessed who showed endurance. You have heard of the endurance of Job, who have, and you have seen the purpose of the Lord. So this is a word that we will have difficult days. We will have suffering. It's promised that there will be challenges. And so we need to understand 
that we are called to endure challenging times and hard times because the suffering that we go through, it will produce endurance. It will. It will produce endurance. And we will come through the suffering through God's grace stronger than we entered into it. And, and, and you know, let's, let's be honest. That's one of those statements that sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, hey, you know, you suffer. And it's going to be okay. You're going to get through it. And you're going to come out the other side fine. That That is true. That, that is true. Scripture is full of so many calls to persevere, to endure, to make it through suffering. And God will be with you. And so th what, what that statement is 100% true. But that doesn't make the suffering easy. It doesn't make the suffering fun. The suffering's hard, y'all. It is. Going through difficult days is is hard. It is. So he says here, we, have, we can endure and we can suffer because we see in verse 11 the purpose of the Lord and how merciful and compassionate he is. I, I, I think... He mentions Job. And I think that's where we have to trust in the Lord in difficult times, in difficult seasons, that God knows what he's doing. I think about something I heard the, the late, great Tim Keller say. I hate to say the, the late and great because, you know, Keller was a, somebody who had a deep influence on me, so it grieves my heart to know that he's, I celebrate that he's with the Lord, but I grieve that we no longer receive his wisdom here upon the earth. One of the most powerful things I read by Keller was talking about Job. And um, we see Job suffering. We see what Job went through. And when you read the book of Job, you know the one thing that God never did for Job? is that God never explained himself to Job. He was with Job. And in the end, he rewarded Job and Job was restored. So we see that. But nowhere in the book of Job does God give Job an explanation of his plan. Because God's plan for Job was this. Here we are on a video and on a podcast in the year 2023. 4,000 years, probably longer, from the time of Job. Here we are talking about him. God's plan for Job was to make Job an example for eternity of what faithfulness looks like, of what enduring suffering looks like, of to make Job a comfort to so many who would come after him. That God's plan for Job was to use Job and Job's story and Job's experience for something great. And God never explained that to Job. Job never knew God's plan for him and the extent of God's plan for him. Job simply had to trust in God's plan when it didn't make sense. As an example of suffering and patience, beloved, take the prophets who spoke the name of the Lord. Indeed, we call blessed those who showed endurance. You have heard of the endurance of Job and have seen the purpose of the Lord. How the Lord is compassionate and merciful. When we don't understand what God's doing, we understand that God is good. And when God's plan doesn't always make sense, we trust in God. And the suffering we go through and the challenges we go through they do not invalidate the goodness of God.
But if we look carefully in our suffering, we will find the goodness of God even then. And we know that our suffering will produce endurance. And that endurance will make us stronger. That endurance will make us faithful. And we will come through the challenging times even stronger in God's grace than we entered into them. It doesn't make it fun. It doesn't make it easy. It doesn't mean that we want to go that we want to go through it. But it does mean this that God is good. Even the challenges and even the sufferings, God is good. We can hold on to that. Then verses 12, basically it says, which are yes to be yes, as you know, as be knows. That goes back to what we talked about earlier, where he talks about um, with, 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 with um, humility. Um, don't say, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that, but say, if God wills, in verse 13 through 16, 4, if God wills, I'll do this. Uh, understand that God's in control. So let your yes be yes, your nose be nose. Don't swear. Trust in God. Because our life is not lived by our, our strength and our ability, but our life is lived by God's strength and God's ability. So even in our suffering, we hold on to God. And we endure suffering, not through our own ability. We endure suffering through God's ability. So you're going through a difficult day today, friends. I pray that you know how much God loves you. I pray that you know that he's there with you. And I pray that you know that he will never leave nor forsake you even in challenging times. So our yeses are yeses and our noes are noes because we don't do this via our, our own strength, or our own ability, or our own might, or our own wisdom. But we do it through God's strength and God's wisdom and God's might. And that's how we endure suffering. Not through our strength, not through our power, not through our stuff, not through us. We endure suffering, we endure hardships, we endure pain, not through our own strength, we endure these things, and yes, friends, we even overcome these things, not because of how strong we are, or how awesome we are, or how great we are. But we overcome, and we experience the grace of God and the goodness of God, not through our strength, but through his strength. So know where our strength comes from. In the midst of suffering, hold on tight to Jesus, because we know that even when we suffer, he's with us. In fact, friends, he's usually there with us the most when we are suffering. So... I hope you're not suffering today, but if you are, you have a Savior who walks with you. Thanks for being with us today. We'll finish up James tomorrow. We'll finish up this last section about praying and faith. Some good stuff in here tomorrow, so I look forward to being with you. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow as we conclude our time in James. Have a great day.